Greetings, it's your boy Dubby. I just got back from Puerto Rico and I'm going to tell you about my experience there. Yes, I did experience an earthquake. It wasn't as scary as I thought it would be, um, but a lot of other cool stuff happened too. So let's get into it. Number one, like anyone, I'm on the internet, I see the news, so I was well aware of the, let me rephrase that, probably more so than the next person because I have many loved ones and family and friend members, uh, family and friends in Puerto Rico that I was probably more highly concerned than the next person, average American, <clears throat> excuse me, would be uh, because of this. I visited the island for over 16 years. Um, you know, I got kids down there that, that call me uncle. Uh, you know, that whole bit. And I just, I love it, man. I've had a love affair with that country for a long time. So with that being said, I was, of course, very concerned when I heard about these devastating earthquakes that had struck Puerto Rico, um, especially since it's only been like 24 or so months since Maria. It's like the, the place, they can't get a break. They can't get back up to, uh, to speed before something else comes whacking along. Now, forgive my voice a little bit because I, while I was there for five days, I did five shows in five days, blew my voice out in the salt water, the partying, the singing, the fun, uh, but it was all worth it. So bear with me on that. Now, the first thing that came to mind when I heard about these earthquakes was this could be something really serious and should I maybe consider changing my travel plans? This led me to calling my friends down there and finding out where they get their information from which is directly from the U.S. Geological Survey, which has a .gov website, etc., etc. I started monitoring that website. The first time I visited the website, I immediately learned one thing. Earthquakes happen like every three minutes somewhere in the world. Um, Puerto Rico is on a major fault line. They have earthquakes all the time, but these happen to be major ones. So that's what the concern was in this particular situation. But as I'm looking down this column of this chart, I'm like, wow, there was just an earthquake 10 seconds ago in Chile. Wow, there was one in Hawaii uh, 10 minutes ago. Um, and then when you zoom off, you can hone in on a particular area of the globe and you can zoom off and it'll give you options to filter how many earthquakes have happened in the week, how many have happened in the month. And when I zoomed off Puerto Rico, I think since like November or whatever, it was like a month span, there, were, there was 4,000 earthquakes. So this is, it's a regular occurrence. Um, with that being said, my travel partners were a little bit also concerned. Oh, do you think we should cancel the shows and not go? You know, hundreds of thousands of people were, were without water and power. And obviously we had a concern if we have to go down and entertain and do shows for folks that power and water are kind of important in that and if that's not going on then they have other priorities as well respect so um we did have those concerns but you know we talked it over with our families and the, the responses were ranging from anything from you're crazy to are you crazy you're not going so between there we found a middle ground decided to go you know we went to rincon no problem at all power and water were on in different parts of the town at the time. So some friends were like without power, but had water. Some friends vice versa. Some people had both and some folks had none. And another thing that was happening was it was coming on and off in different areas because they're doing two things. They're working on the system and they're also rationing power and water out to different parts of the town at different times of the day. So everyone can kind of get a little bit of something something. Um, now, with that said, that's the area where I was. The, the, the earthquakes mostly, I almost said hurricane. 
The earthquakes mostly affected the southern, southwestern part of the island. And down there, it's a totally different story. They really got it bad and they, they got their asses kicked and got crushed. Those are the folks that you should be looking at. Uh, there's various, and I'm, I'll post some links for research I've done and reached out to friends where if you want to help out and send in, in a little something something. I'm going to have the links down there for that um, in, the, in the podcast notes, if you will. Um, but those, those guys got crushed, man. And those earthquakes were, you know, they were so close to it that it was scary. Buildings fell, houses fell, and people are literally, I, I assume, probably still sleeping, hopefully not, um, in soccer fields and parks and stuff because they're scared to be in their houses. See, all the houses down there are made out of concrete. It ain't a wood thing. It's like concrete. So that's breaks and it falls on you. It's like, you're done, man. You're fucking done. That being said, those folks are suffering greatly. Where I was, it was business as usual. People were surfing, going to the beach, the hotels were, uh, you know, thriving, traffic everywhere, local folks are going to work, doing their thing, life is going on as usual in the uh, Western Puerto Rico. So the main takeaway is this, if you're thinking about traveling to Puerto Rico at this current time, which is in the middle of January, 2020, I would do this. Number one, do your research about the area of the country you're going to. Not all areas are affected by these earthquakes in the same way. That's the most key thing for the whole thing is the research. Two, be mindful but not fearful. Three, be prepared. Four, bring some extra cash. Five, plan a little route of what, would ha- what you would do, escape route if you will. Not to sound too scary, but... And lastly, send a donation to the folks in the South that can need it through organization of your choice. While I was there, I did actually experience a 6.0 earthquake. Here's my experience with the earthquake. I woke up in the morning, a little tired from the gig before, feeling great, looking around the pool, the sun is shining. We had a morning gig that morning. We had a 9 a.m. load-in. So I figured I'm going to go upstairs and yell at these knuckleheads that we got to get going. Now, the second floor of the house we were standing in had these big, heavy wooden doors as the bedroom doors. And we had one, two, three bedrooms. So my bedroom door was open because I'm kind of a travel slob. But the other two guys' bed doors, bedroom doors were closed. So I yelled in John, percussion player's uh, door, you know, come on, man, we got to get going. And then I just got ready to turn around and I hear the door going, dugga, 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 dugga. And I'm thinking, why is John fucking with me like this? Like John's actually, this grown man is actually holding the door handle and going like this because I'm telling him we got to like go to an early gig. This is literally what I thought, right? So I just walked down the stairs. When I got back downstairs, I hear my phone blowing up upstairs. It's Billy. Billy's my, my good friend who obviously lives there. He's my family. So I go upstairs and um, he's all on the text. Did you feel that? 6.0. And and, and that moment I realized I had just experienced a pretty major earthquake. But that was my experience with it. It didn't even, (laughs) forgive the pun, it didn't really even register. But on the other hand, not everybody had the same experience. Other friends I spoke to around town got really freaked out. One guy saw his car swaying back and forth like this in the parking lot. He thought the same thing. He thought his work partner was messing with his car. And when he ran over there and realized that no one was there, he realized there had been an earthquake. And he was told me he was pretty freaked out by it. 
Um, and if another friend was driving when it happened and he said it really freaked him out. So I guess everyone feels it different. Um, there's no, where I was, there was no falling buildings. There's no cracked structures. There's nothing like that at all whatsoever. So again, I would say if you're thinking about traveling to this part of the Caribbean, do the research about the part of, you know, the area that you're going to. And, uh, if you deem it safe, go, man. Don't withhold the tourism dollars. And this this, this is the high season right now. It just bums me out to see these cats getting like another one-two punch after Maria. You know what I mean? It's like, geez, man. But that's my take, and that was my earthquake experience. I hope you enjoyed this story. Check the links in the, in the podcast notes and help out if you can. And I'll see you guys soon. I love you. Yeah.